Welcome to the two grumpy men, C. Grooms and Bobby May in the building. What up? What up? We back. We back. Yeah. Uh, Got to let me make a public service announcement before we before we really get going. It's for all you cats out there. Considering the chance of your survival and the odds against your success, and knowing that at your very best you could only be second best if you that's the facts you can only be second best when you rocking with the best and that's what we do we bring you information we have a moralistic obligation to bring facts that's what we do and we got some commentary that's what we do as well we ain't on no high horse shit. we just give it to you how you're supposed to get it so you can pass it along and make a contribution to the community that's what we do no doubt you know what i mean because i get questions about that which i mean you know moralistic obligation Motherfucker, what it sound like you know <laughs> <laughs> this is me i'm my own family members sometimes like yo we keep it thorough because there's a lot of misinformation out there so you don't want to get caught up in that loop of misinformation people just saying stuff that ain't so but because if you keep things on repeat a lie could become the truth over time. It'll just, hmm. you know, you'll just start hearing crazy shit. You know, like Michael Jordan, you know, invested in prisons and shit like that. Like that, that shit took a minute to die down before you realize, you know, there's a white Michael Jordan. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it just, it, it, it took shit almost a decade. People, you know, they they be talking. Speaking of sneakers, you know, we talking. I was listening to um a lot of different views and takes on how black people our community how we make the sales of any brand go up when we fuck with it when we get involved we shoot it up you know we shoot the stock price up you know we, we make it trendy you know it, and then when you combine it with hip-hop culture it just goes in a whole nother trajectory and you know they make money off of our culture wearing their stuff and it's like free advertising but you don't really get nothing from it on the back end so many people are wearing it that it really they don't it don't line your pockets for doing it but it's trendy you know i noticed that with nike you know in the beginning you know in the 70s we're a billion, we yeah. billion dollar community huh? we, we, we spend we spend so everybody of course everybody want to tap into who wants who's spending Motherfuckers gonna spend whatever they got it on that. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna spend though. Right. So, you know, and if you know that that's what we do as a whole, because our dollars is, is not in our own community, they always floating in everybody else's community. So that's why they all just sell to you. And they don't, you know, they don't gotta do nothing because you you gonna buy this shit because that's what you want. You, you know, it's been told to you that this is it. This is the shit. Uh, this is the new hot shit or whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. And motherfuckers buy. And then you so, go buy. Let me ask you this then. So before it gets to that stage, before it becomes trendy, mm -hmm. what's the catalyst that makes our community go out and say, Yo, let's support this brand. Like, what's making us go buy it? Because it, it can't. I'm talking about at the at the base level when you first start. Like, 
how does it get out there and say, oh, this is the hot shit? You know, we need to be supporting well, this. I mean, I mean, now it's all it's all what hip hop said. I mean, all you know, the, the music business shit. So, you know, based on the hip hop culture, you know, it's basically we telling you, because if you remember back when we came up, when hip hop first was popped off, we were the one cats had to dapper Dan was out back then. Cats, okay. used, to, cats used to have where the Louis had to had the Louis uh left, you know, shit on their jeans, uh MCM, Gucci, all that shit. Fendi. My mother was wearing that shit back then too. Right. My mother right. was wearing that shit back then in the in the in the 80, they, you know, 80, you know what I mean? 88 Gucci's. Those were the kicks. You know, uh, Brooklyn cats, you know, boost and blow. All of me, you know what I'm saying? Put the pressure on on, on, on all Ralph Lauren shit. Had, you know, to the, you. I know you remember when they didn't even have that shit. You could go in, you could go in the store and the shit wasn't even chained up. Yeah, then, I definitely remember that. When motherfuckers started just running out Macy's and all them places with their shit. <laughs> <laughs> motherfuckers started chaining that shit up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers still was stealing their shit, don't they? You know, so I mean, motherfuckers, you know, and the thing about it is they were doing it to be, to, you know, who can have the best shit. That's how, the, you know, and, and at first, you know those those lot of those industries. They wasn't fucking with you. They were like, nah, we don't want them niggas wearing our shit. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. You know what I'm saying? They they not the they not the class of people we want wearing our shit. But now mm-hmm. hip hop is turned into this billion dollar industry. They like, yeah, buy our shit. Cause why? Cause them other motherfuckers ain't buying their shit. So they got to sell to the sellers, to the you know to the consumers. And we and our community is the biggest consumers. You know what I mean? They want whatever they think is the hottest shit or they heard is the hottest shit. They trying to save up and go buy it. You know, and that's, you know, that's just what it is. Like, you know, we buying they shit. So everybody, that's why everybody want to sell to you. That's why everybody want to be connected to the community. You know, they don't mind fixing up a park like Nike be doing. You know, Mm -hmm. throw tournaments there, give out a couple of free kicks. So maybe some shorts and a couple basketballs and shit. And, you know, just so they can be, just so they can vampire off the culture. And there's no disrespect to, to Nike because, I, you know, I got Nike stock. I wear Nike shit. You know, I mean, I wear a lot of shit. Absolutely. I wear a lot of shit, you know. So it's not, you know, you know but it's, when you get older, you learn that, you know, you buy the shit you invested in, you know. If you invest in your money in these shits, then you know, then it's it's a good idea to help your stock keep rising. You know, well, I, mean, I think that you know you you have yeah. the you got the template right there. Like, I guess that's practicing what you preach, you know. Because if you're gonna wear Nike and invest money, I'm just using Nike as an example. That's any yeah. brand. If you're wearing it. You yeah. might as well buy some type of stock in it because it's a part of your life. Exactly. Especially if you like the quality of, of what that brand is doing. So, you know, then you just, it's like, okay, 
you know, let me, uh, you know, invest some bread. But, you know, when you in the hood, I mean, now you have that opportunity, even when you in the but back in the day, no. Now you had that opportunity because of $1,000 cell phones and shit like that, right? That you're using apps that you can actually in, 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 in log on and set up an account with all kinds of companies to uh, buy, you know, stocks and companies and other shit you can buy right from off your phone. Right. So, you know, that excuse is not there no more. It's just a matter of people learning it and learning more about it to, and, you know, learn how to learn how to use, how to use those, that technology to their advantage, you know? So that's so like, if we, okay. So we're, we're a large consumer, um, you know, just the black people period, right? You know, we 13% of the population, but you know, of the majority of that 13%, the majority of us is not a part of the hip hop culture. Like we know that. So it's a small percentage within the 13% that's fueling these trends, you know, from hip hop culture to make it go global and worldwide where now other communities have jumped in to, you know, be a part of it, to make their money on it. Um, you know, you got a, a lot of different uh, media outlets now that focus on, you know, hip hop community. Um, you know, they're monetizing things, you know, monetizing podcasts, you know, websites and taking emails and trying to sell you stuff all the time, you know, through the email. So you're right. There is no real reason to not get involved in investing. I guess now it's more like doing some research to see what you can invest in. Right. But based on logically, based on what you said, if I wear a certain brand and they have a stock, then it makes sense for me to go ahead and get that stock. You know, um, I had Nike stock for a minute, then they split, you know, I, but I sold, I sold the shares to get something else, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And then I saw the split happen. I mean, I didn't know they was going to split. It became cheaper. And then I thought about it and I, now I'm looking around, like I don't own any Nike kicks. You know what I'm saying? Like I got Fila, what else I got? Um, Deodora, I got old school shit, you know, clocks. But think about it, right? You named off Theodora's and shit like that. This was shit hip hop motherfuckers found. I mean, they, they these are tennis sneakers. Yeah. But, but now, back you know, back when when we was wearing Theodore's in in '88 and all them years, it wasn't they was it wasn't like that. You know, now you see them doing deals with hip hop artists to sell those sneakers. Right. They they was because those hip hop artists was wearing those shits in the eighties and in the nineties. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So everybody's making money off the culture. Like everybody eats off the culture. You know, there's certain there's certain uh, artists that are that do eat off the culture very well. And, but there's always a lot of artists, you know, who have who don't. You know what I mean? Because they got. They usually get robbed for their shit, you know, whether, right? Whether it's you know publishing, you know, stage money, whatever it is, probably you know they get they always get robbed for something, you know. That's just part of the music business, you know, or the entertainment business. So, you know, ain't no ain't nobody really getting 
uh, as much like we ain't getting the, the lion's share of the bread that we probably that we should be getting. Absolutely. For the hip hop culture, like we should be more in control of it, but we not. Okay, now the, the control, I guess. Okay, here, here's the thing: you come out with a independent label, then you start, you know, you know, you making money off off of your label, and then there's always a, the other side is the distribution end, who has the rights to distribute your stuff, and then there are people who put themselves in place to say, well, how are they blowing up, and they don't have no distribution. And, you know, people is really out there on the grind. I remember when, you know, No Limit was out there. I'm just using them as an example. You know, they was out there. They was on the street level. You know, they making, you know, millions of dollars. You know, it's not just about, you know, selling music, but they were selling clothes. They were selling CDs and all other type of shit. You know, you know, the drug game was heavy, you know, in these places. And they just, they was making money before the distribution came into, came into effect. But black-owned distribution don't exist, you know, and that's really the biggest problem. Well, why they can't be controlled? Well, now you can't—they don't need distribution. You got the internet, so right. that's also now you can sell your own music, or you can, or you can link in with these platforms and negotiate your percentage rate to your in your, to your favor. You know, you don't have to, especially if you were if you were top selling artist or if something to that nature. But a lot of people, you know, a lot of artists or entertainers get they still they 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 getting jerked on that on them platforms. You yeah, know, that was the reason for why uh, Jay Z and them formed Title, right, to help artists get more. From the from the uh, streaming, what happened with that? I mean, you still. I mean, if you want title in your music, you know, you streaming on there. But you know, you still. Everybody don't got title, right? You know, titles in competition with Apple Music. Titles in competition with YouTube Music, mm -hmm. Spotify, Amazon, Pandora. Like it's a whole bunch of them out there. Yeah, right. <laughs> with all these shit, like you know, everybody just usually has one on their phone or whatever they're using. They they tablet. They only got one streaming service. They gonna bring to all their shit. So you know, title get their share and so forth and so on. But you know, most people who got Apple phones got Apple Music. They got Apple Music. Makes sense. Yeah. So, like, then you got the Spotify's and you got all of them. So it's like, I mean, it's a whole bunch of them. So, you know, I I don't really, I can't say artists are doing better on, because if they were doing that well on title, then they would, they'd be pulling all their shit and putting it over there. No? Or they, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you would be forcing your fans to get where you are, because they're your fans. Right? Right. So if you take an artist who is that big and you putting all his shit on one, well, I'm over here at titles. All my music mainly is over here. Like some, you know, like for instance, a, a cat like Jay, certain, like I think Apple may have some, they may have an album, but they don't got the whole catalog 
then you know a lot of people got yeah. doubt because that's not all that's not his album. It's, he split it with two other people. Right. So he's in control of the other shits because those are his. So he got all his shit on his own shit. So mainly if you want to go listen to all Jay-Z shit, you're gonna have to go to title. You know what I'm saying? Right. But now, it makes sense from a business standpoint. Absolutely. Yeah, but, but again, you gonna need you need you gonna need the other cats who the hot who who young hot cats all on that same mentality to push it over there. Then then you could be like, oh, okay, title really hurting the game. You know, title really hurting the game because they got Jay. You got you want to hear Jay? You want to hear Drake? You want to hear Lil Wayne? You want to hear whoever? You know what I'm saying? Whoever you feel is the hot, who is hot, them young cats. And all their music is over there, then that's where everybody's going to be at. They gonna, True. But you don't have that kind of unity, so you can't do that. And a lot of these dudes is, you know, they, they managers and shit like that around them is like, nah, they, they got to deal with Apple. So they won't bring you to Apple because Apple telling you this and that because that's where they cut at. So it's like, you know, you know, man, this shit is it, 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 that shit is all some 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 slimy shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? Ty, what's good, brother? What's good? Who who what artist called uh, artist called La Russell? They bring that's bringing everything to him. Artists should follow his blueprint. I, I gotta look him up. I'm gonna be honest with you. I never heard of the cat. I mean, you know what? Let me not say that. Sometimes I hear music. Mm. And I don't know who it is, and I just like the song. I might not find out who actually, you know, raps it or sings it till like three, four months later. I'll be like, oh, that's who that is? Oh, okay. You know, I might just like a song, you know? I, yeah. I feel you on that. I mean, that, that's the, I mean, you gotta follow the, whatever the new, you know, the way it's gonna keep you independent. Because the way shit is going and the way how you living in today's society, you might as well be independent and have your certain core people that's going to follow you. And they love what you do and they're going to buy your shit all the time because when you get it, when once you get a test with these major corporations, you can't really, you know, you went now you in a you in a partnership or you in a contract and you in business with, with them and now you're talking censorship. Yeah, you know, you can't say everything. Well, you know, you can't say any, every and anything you would want to say because you just can't, you know. Right. Like, I mean, yeah. And, you know, if they putting the bill, they putting the money up, they calling the shots for your shit, you know. So right now. They're the distributor. They won't distribute your stuff. Yeah. You know, right. so you got to find your own way to distribute your own shit, which is the Internet. You know, you can put your shit on the Internet. Because look, if your shit is selling on the internet, somebody somebody coming to you to partner some type of deal with you. Right. You know what I'm saying? They going somebody's gonna come to you and want to partner with you. Whether it's an independent label who got distribution, but if they think they can make some money with you, they they gonna fuck with you. Right. They're gonna fuck with you all day. You know, I mean, what's the other cat? He made he 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 been independent. Uh, Ooh, Chance the rapper? Nah, the other dude. The Tech other nine? dude. Yeah. Well, I've been, been around for a minute though. A minute. 
independent for a minute. Selling out, of, selling out arenas, man. Exactly. Doing it his way. The way he right. wanted to do it. You know, I see him. I, have I was watching him on, I think, some type of documentary. And he was talking about his merch and how he had, he, he started out in his crib. Now he got a warehouse. Right. I did. Yeah. I did hear that. He got a warehouse that he got to get his, he shipping his shit out of. You know? He refused to sign to a major. Okay. Oh, okay. You know what? That that's a you know what's funny about that whole style, that template, where if you give give what you want, it's kind of like a gift per se. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, a dollar, three dollars. Everybody, you know, puts a different price tag on you know what they do, you know, how much they wanna how much they wanna um buy buy it for. Mm. And it's funny, like you gotta be real confident. And your stuff to be like, yo, pay what you want, man. It's all right, whatever you can afford. You know, some cats might just give a dollar. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, you can sell your you shit. Got a million people. people. <laughs> I mean, you know, you, you can sell your shit now digitally with them NFTs and all that shit. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. With it now, see, that's crazy. He does shows at his crib. I I hope he don't live there. <laughs> <laughs> Earn, yeah, 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 yeah. See, I'm gonna tell you something. Earn, you know, you know, I gotta give a shout out to them cats. You know, earn your leisure because they they started a little bit after we did. You know what I mean? Like, but they um they came from a different angle. You know what I'm saying? Also, oh, he does live there. Well, shit. I hope he got security doing shows at his crib. You know what I mean? Because that's that's a bold move. You know, you do and shows. Telling him showing people where you live. That's you know that's. I mean you know it, it it's it, it's a bold move you know what I'm saying but I, I respect it anyway his hustle to say hey you know he grinding it out you know Earn Your Leisure does bring out cats that you that you probably would not see on a regular but they also have the angle of financial literacy mm. and you know trying to teach people about that you know and they're like they're like major now you know they get into this they get into that place where they can see the glass ceiling now. So now you got to kind of level out and see, you know, how far you want to go with it, you know, but you got to keep your followers up, you know, keep the people that rock with you. And um, I don't know, me and, me and Bobby May, Ben, um, I guess you could say, shit, the train station, you know, the train system moves the world, right? So I guess we underground, you know, cats ride with us and then they go up. They take the stairs, they go up and, you know, they go to Times Square and shit like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because cats, we we all be underground for a minute, and then they be, you know, cats. Are, I get phone calls. Yo, y'all could go here. Y'all could do this, and I'll be like, yeah, yeah, you know, eventually. But then I'll be seeing what be going on. It be striking cats down, man. So especially if you start speaking facts and pointing out history, and then we are educated, you know, in the business. And you just like, you know, Bobby was saying, it's like, yo, the internet is here. And it's for us. We, if we utilize it correctly, we could get out the same amount of information, not as much stress, and still make money, and you know, have some loyalty between the consumer and you know the the distributor being us. You know, because we're conduits. You know, we didn't make up the information. This is just things that we 
learned over time that we want to give out you know so it's a it's a fine line you know i wish them brothers yeah. well you know hopefully they could um i mean as long as you, you know, think if your goal is to stay independent then you know you gotta you know you gotta always understand it's gonna be an uphill battle because you basing it off the money you making because you putting your own money you sort of using that using your own money strategy like a dame dash mm -hmm. type thing you know you reinvesting your money into it so you can keep all the money when it do blow and you you know and you keep it going but mm -hmm. you know a lot of people can't sustain off of that because it takes a hard, it takes a lot to stay independent especially when cats is going to throw big money at you to do shit you know that's something that's like okay like um kk what's good baby girl i see you you know you gotta be you gotta be disciplined about that shit because you gotta understand what you're gonna give up and what you're willing to give up and what you're not willing to give up if you sign that kind if you sign on and do you know you sign in with these big companies because again read you know, the contract i mean people can read the contract but if they don't understand the terminology and contracts and the, and how language can be used in contracts then you 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 don't matter you need it what you need to do is make sure you have your own attorney that you brought to the table and not one that they gave you to the table like that's lesson one you have you have your own people mm. have your own people have the people that's going to look out for you that you're paying to look out for you not who they're paying or they told you that he's good Nah. <laughs> Fuck that. Okey doke. Have your own shit. Have your own have your own shit. You know what I mean? And 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 know what you want. Like, know what you want. Like, yeah, get a great lawyer who is knowledgeable. You got to. Like your lawyer gotta be, you can't, you know what I mean? You can't be like how Mike Tyson, not what, what Don King did to Mike Tyson. You can't give him a tax lawyer in a crime in a criminal case. You know what I'm saying? You got a tax lawyer for your business and handle your taxes. You can't, you know, when you got criminal problems, you better go get you a criminal attorney. So your lawyer needs to be knowledgeable of what you what you bringing them on to do and understand that, you know, he's a, you paying him to give you, you know, his best, his best services, but the now his knowledge in your situation. So right. you know, that's good. So again, you know, so yeah, you, you just gotta make sure you you stay free. You know, stay free and understand what you're doing, man. Because if not, once you go in that lane and you start fucking with them, be prepared for whatever. Right, you know what I'm saying? They sure. may they if your shit ain't hitting and they paid you some money, they gonna wanna take it over and start writing for you. You know what I'm saying? They gonna wanna tell you what to do and what to say in your show. Cause you ain't getting enough ratings or whatever it is you ain't doing for them, whatever your deal is, you know. So, you know, right, you gotta be mindful of that type of shit, you know. And that's 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 that back end money. Like the person who gave you the money, that's not necessarily who the money came from all the time. They just a conduit, you know. Most of the time, yeah. you pay a middleman. Yeah, you know that they, that money probably coming from investors. Word. 
You know what I'm saying? They let them hear you. They they invest in that person to get to you. They invested in that person's project. Word. Like, yo, we got we be putting together a million dollar project. All right, I'm in for a quarter. So they expecting them on their return, they're expecting shit. And if it ain't if they gonna lose off of that shit, you know, they gonna definitely be mad or they gonna be wanting to recoup something. Then you know. Whether it's a movie, whether it's a book, whether it's a, a TV show, no matter what you do, and they give you advances and all that shit, you they got they they expecting to recoup when that shit sell. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, that shit, that money ain't free. <laughs> you know what I'm and you better <laughs> use it use it wisely. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's so true. I just I was just reading the comments right now, yeah. Two million to sound like a lot until it's split 50 ways. That's a fact. That's a you fact. Know? And there's a lot of people that's in that's involved in the production of any project, you know, uh, especially in behind the scenes. You know, it's not, you know, just the artist or the singer or the author or whatever. No. And, um, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I'm, you know, when, when we created um, you know, Tangy Publishing, you know the whole goal with that publishing was to make sure that the author kept their rights to their book. The only thing that they was doing through the company was putting their book out, you know, and I was just basically trying to um, enlighten them or educate them on, you know, on the business. Like, yo, if you could, if your book is hot and you could sell it with somebody else, understand that how the game is like, you're going to lose a little bit of your publishing. I don't know how sometimes as much as, you know, 60, 70%, depending on your, um, the advance, if you're like a well-known person, they'll advance you some bread because they know that you're going to be out there pushing the book and they're going to recoup, you know, recoup some of their money back. And they're going to give you basically seven cents on a dollar. Now the seven cents is, is actually ludicrous, right? But if you're selling millions of books, it can add up in your favor. But that's where the contract comes in that you was talking about before, Bob. It's like, if you have a good contract now, you go on 50-50 on a split, 70-30, 60-40. Then, you know, you getting seven cent royalties and you selling two, three million copies and you splitting those proceeds, you know, down the middle plus your 7%, then it's a good deal. But if you're just getting seven cent, it's not a good deal. So, you know, when, we, or when we're telling people like, yo, it's 80-20, your direction, it, it kind of made people, they didn't really know, you know, like, yo, well, how are you doing that? I said, because it's all on you, baby. Well, we did the work already. You know, you want help with this? I'll help you. You want help with that? She'll help you. But at the same time, you got to want your book to be successful more than I do, because it's not always a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Financial reward. The reward is you taking that book and going and creating other avenues of income for yourself. Some people can become public speakers. You might be able to get your book in schools. It could be used as a, um, in, in different classes at the collegiate level. So it's a lot of different things you could use depending on what type of book you're selling. And we just created the avenue, you know, but you, you can't have the distributor or the publisher or anybody in those in those fields 
they can't want it more than you do. Mm. So that's the that's the biggest piece of information well, I, I can give you. If it's your shit, you know that that apply to anything. You think it would apply to anything, right? Because and that's that's common sense. But yo, you you be surprised that some people are just the artists and they cool with that. And there's nothing wrong with being artistic, but you gotta think business too. Like people will run with this. Like if you know you, if you're not, if you're not in that to uh, be do do business, then you gotta put somebody around you who you trust to do business with. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's very hard because once money get involved, everybody start becoming untrustworthy. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And now, and what you know, and then you know the, the ill part. Yeah, some people expect you to do all the work for them, and you know what? If you're the artist and you just want to create the content and put it out there, yo, you do need people that's going to just do that part for you. But then it's like what Bob just said. It's like you got to have trustworthy people because if you don't, they they just siphoning off your stuff. Not even that, but then you sign, you know, that's when you get into the problem of people signing over power of attorneys to other people because they're going to handle their business. It's not that kind of trust, you know. What I'm saying? It's more so. It's more so. You know, you doing you you doing my business, but you still got to report that shit back to me. I need to see what you're doing and check those numbers. Like you, you definitely mm-hmm. gotta have a backup. You know what I'm saying? The same. way before buying a house and not the sellers inspectors. Exactly. Like you know, you you say. Yeah, like that's another thing that's like common sense. Like, if you buying the home, then your ass need to make sure you got your own person inspecting the house, and him and he and you pay that you paid to give you that report. Don't go off of the this is your this is my, you know, unless they're giving you a deal and you already know going in. Well, I'm a I'm a fix this shit up, so it don't, I'm I'm you know I'm I'm gutting it. Then all right, that's cool. But if you buying that shit. You definitely need your own home inspection with your own money and, you know, don't play no games because you walk in there, HVAC system could be broke, anything could be broke. Now it's on you once that wants to change hands. You sure. know? Okay. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Always know what's happening with that money. Yeah, you always I see money. A lot of people get jammed up like that. You think your account is paying That's your taxes. Didn't Steve Harvey just go through that? And that, shit is, and that shit is not an excuse to the feds, to the, well, not even the feds, to the IRS. You're going to say your accountant, the accountant, they're like, mm, you signed the paperwork. So again, right. you know, that shit is, 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 is all, you know, you got to, you got to, that's the thing. A lot of people are naive to shit. And when you're naive, the sharks see it. And they they go they go they gonna chew you up. They gonna use you. They gonna try to take everything from you and leave you ass out. They gonna try to suck you dry. You know what I mean? So you gotta you definitely gotta be on your on your toes. And shit, not just in any in anything. You gotta be on your toes for shit. Just working in corporate America, you gotta be on your toes. Shit, working right. for yourself, you gotta be on your toes. You gotta be. You know. You gotta know. What you're doing, you gotta know everything around you, and you know if you don't have the right people around you, then you better get some books and read. <laughs> you better read and teach yourself. Go to YouTube, whatever fuck you need to do 
You need to go. If you, if you don't know, you need to ask somebody. But that's what you got the internet for. It's out there. Somebody got a video on that shit that can lead you in the right direction. Word. <laughs> at least getting you a fucking book to go read. You know what I'm that's like, a fact. That's facts. Like literally, like you know, people be like, "Oh, yeah, you a YouTube scholar, motherfucker." That's what YouTube is for. There's people on there that know more than you, so they telling you shit to help you with shit. Like I remember, I was, it was, I was. Man, I think it was my daughter. Some she had, she locked. She was putting groceries in the car, some shit, and locked the key in the car. Mm. Right? Common. Key was in the trunk, actually, with the with the with the with the food. And, it, and we had, I think we had an act at that time. And went on YouTube. Told me how to buy this. <laughs> <laughs> how to get in there to get my fucking key out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, right. without damaging your car, too. Without right. my car, without having to call somebody, without having to call a locksmith or some shit. That shit, YouTube did it for free. That shit worked. And you know what I mean? Like, and that's what I did. I told her what to do. She did it. It got the key. Broom, broom. She was gone. Shit over. You know what I'm saying? True. That shit took all in, took maybe like 45 minutes. That's it. And you know what I mean? So, you know, you hear these cats and they be criticizing, oh, YouTube, everybody use YouTube because you be that shit, there's something on there that can help you. And you, like, I, that, the same way that shit was, a, they showed me how to do that, something I learned, right? Then I, I just learned now, when that car, I knew how to get, and what was, what was the secret compartment, where it was at, how to get into the trunk and do all the shit I needed to do to get to pop the, the lever to pop the trunk open. Right. None of that shit. Right? But they told you that shit that there was an emergency lever made in this car to pop the trunk. So that shit was crazy. Right. That, you know so I mean? speaking of books, like, and we were just, you know, we, we do this sometime too, Grubby Man. We always highlight, you know, a couple of books or whatever. You know, this is the concise guide to hip hop. Dollar fifty ebook. A lot of knowledge in here. The concise guide to hip hop music. It's a comprehensive, accessible guide. Period. Breaks down the difference between old school and new school. Recaps the biggest influences of the genre. It sets straight the myths and misconceptions of the artists and their music. You know, we talking about. A dollar fifty. <laughs> In reality, that's probably like a that's probably like a forty dollar. That should be a textbook because they now teaching hip hop in colleges. You know, they teaching about the culture, and then a lot of if you ever step foot in some of these institutions, like if you take if you audit a class and you see who's teaching it, it 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 should enlighten you on hip hop ain't just black and latino no more you know if you didn't know that then you've been kind of lost lost in the sauce who's i see a comment right here yo youtube is the bar and change my old tv bulb for twenty dollars instead of calling a repairman i'll tell you <laughs> yo you'd be surprised no it just i, I agree that youtube shit you know that shit be on point like i'm telling you yo 
That should be on point. Yo, know, there's a whole bunch of platforms out there, and we talked about it before. Yeah. Yo, know, the internet got all the information you want. You can go buy courses. There's all kind of sites to buy courses. Yo, know, it's always now. It's on the internet. This is on your phone. They got they turn every website got an app. So there's no reason for you not to know shit and for you to say, yo, I didn't know that. And you can find out any fucking thing you want. Somebody got a YouTube video. Somebody is, I'm telling you, it's going to lead you to something. Here's a book. Anything. You can put anything in the internet. It's going to find that shit for you. A PDF. It's there. So, I mean, again, you can't say a lot of shit you don't know. Because if you're saying you don't know, that means you ain't looking for that shit. You know, I ain't looking. Nah, I don't look. Or you hear the people be like, oh, I don't research. I don't know how to research. How you don't know how to research? Right. How you don't know how to research? Like, you know what I mean? Like that to me is just crazy. How you don't know? How to, like, you just see, you just hear some of the, the silliest shit and the craziest shit from people sometimes. So that's you know, it's it's it's, it's out there though. It's out there. All mm-hmm. that shit. You can get the information you want. They'll lead you to some more information. That's how I look at it. That's how I look at it. Because I found plenty mm-hmm. of books just putting in a topic. I'm like, oh, shit, I never even heard of this book. Let me cop this shit. Copping. Oh, I'll be calling you. Yo, send me that shit. You got the <laughs> Right, right. You do. Yeah, because you you know, I'll be I'll be on it, man. You know, I'll be looking for um, books. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? Send me that book. I'll be like, yo, send me that book. you be like, all right, what email? I'm like, yeah, let me read this shit. While I be on, while I be at my desk or some shit working, taking bullshitting around, I just start reading a couple pages. Right. You know, if it's out there, you know I got it. Oh, yeah. here go, here go one, another one more book: The Values of Independent Hip Hop. You know what I mean? Like that's basically what we was just talking about. You know, the the goal. You know, to be an independent artist, you still need to know the business. You can't allow yourself to get screwed up by just saying oh i'm just passionate about this no you could be passionate about being an artist but you should be a business person as well and you need to put you know put a team behind you that knows what they're talking about or that knows what they're doing and you need to make sure that they're working in your best interest at all times and if they're not then you gotta cut them loose you gotta fire them that's it like there's no yeah you know it Maybe I just see this comment right here. Check Pinterest. Now, I went on there before. I went on there before, and I've I seen a lot of pictures. And, you know, I was like, yo, what the hell is this? You know, because I was on there. But it didn't draw me in to make me stay there. Like, I do go there. Like, I see stuff. But how do you use that site? And I like, use, me. like, I use it just for certain things. Like, I use it for... For maybe sometimes to get uh, recipes for some shit I want to cook, you know, and, and like a, you know what I'm saying? And I use they, they, they you, you click on the picture, picture take you may take you to a whole article, uh, you can read about it from that point. Oh, on. okay, okay, I see how that that's interesting. So you can post a picture, have a link behind the yeah, picture. <laughs> Oh shit! Okay, all right. I, I'm gonna try that. I got some ideas just from that. Yeah, chicks you know, can learn to cook on YouTube. No, it's good. of course you can. They have recipes and all that stuff. Like, like you know what I mean, so it's like yeah, like 
you know, there, there's so many platforms where you can get information from and learn and do shit and help you build your business. It can be overwhelming. So you do need to learn how to structure and how you want to shape your business and things like that because it can be overwhelming for a person who just doesn't have that that know, you know, they don't know. So it, it may be overwhelming and it's nothing wrong with asking somebody to help or, you know, find her or they can at least get you to the right book, show you some structure, you know, on, on what you need to do. Because, I mean, business is, it's a different, you know, it's definitely different. Especially, I learned that, I learned that from coming in owning my own business at 24 with group homes, like, that shit is, you know, at 24, and what I know now is like light years. Like I can see that when I think back to the shit when I was 24, all the mistakes I made and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And how I could handle and how I should have handled shit differently and shit. You know what I'm saying? But when you're 24 and you know, you you just don't know. You didn't know. I didn't, I knew something about business. But I didn't know all the things I did. I didn't know, you know. What I'm right? No, but, but hold up, though. Twenty-four is a, you still like we still young. You know what I mean? Like I'm not saying that you. I'm but just you, saying like it's coming from. Like you know, I was twenty-four, finishing. I probably uh, I think I was just about to finish up, and and you know I got that opportunity, and. But still, you was just, that's not what I went to. I didn't go to school on business. I went to school in social, social, uh, you know, social science shit. I mean, it wasn't a business thing. It was more of a help people thing. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. You had to learn. I had to learn. Like, I knew how to do, like, you know, of course, I, I knew how to write checks and shit like that. But you ain't know the intricate parts of business. You ain't understand contracts. You ain't understand all, you know, how you can make sure your your money is right. You know what I'm saying? That everything is negotiable. All that type of shit you didn't know at 20. I didn't know at 24. I'm going to say me. Right. I didn't know at 24. You know what I'm saying? And then you learn too, these, you know, a lot of these, a lot of this shit is some paper gangster shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. yeah. You know what I'm saying? It is. Like, a lot of this shit is some paper gangster shit. Like, these motherfuckers, you know, they paper gangsters. Like they going fucking, yeah, you locked into this, 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 and this. You ain't reading this shit. Like you just signing and you don't know, you know, then you pay with gangster. You ain't you can't get violent with these motherfuckers because they pay with gangsters. They nah nah. This ain't the, you know, you find out real fast. This ain't where you from. Right. You know, it's a whole nother environment. You gotta handle this shit differently. These motherfuckers, you know, that's when you learn it, yo, you know. Shit is different, especially when it comes to business. Because everything they tell you is, yeah, it's it's business. It's not personal. I'm like, wait. Oh, it's definitely personal after you shake shake me on some business shit. But then you said you gotta (laughs) gotta, gotta make sure. That's why that saying is some bullshit. Because it's like, oh, it's not personal. It's business. No, it's definitely personal. It's definitely (laughs) personal. What the fuck you talking about? Yeah, you you that's use this business to, 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 to really try to rob me. That's crazy. I'm trying to go. That's why I'm trying to go upside your motherfucking head because it's personal. But you motherfuckers are paper gangsters. So you know what I'm saying? The, the paper trail 
we to show that you know you signed and you did this and you know. And so then you, you you learn this later on that you know you could have signed under duress. You know what I mean? But you need yeah, you learn all this shit though. You learn that later though. Yeah, you learn that as in time. You learn all this shit in time. You know what I'm saying? You learn all this shit in time. I agree. High school kids, high school needs to teach kids business skills. They used to. But the goal, why they, they stopped really doing that, they, didn't really they don't want you to learn business oh. skills because they want you to be a worker. Because they taught you what? They like. I remember in high school, you know, they taught you marketing. They taught you management. But it's how to market their shit. Yeah, their stuff. It wasn't for you to think like, yo, I could go out there and be a digital marketer in my life, or I can be this market, this marketing expert on my own with my own company and showing you how to build and establish, an, you know, like how to actually build a company, how to go fill out for your your business license, go get you a tax ID number. They don't not none of that shit. They don't teach you none of that shit because if they teach you that shit, they're teaching you how to be. <laughs> You'll probably leave high school. You'll, exactly. you'll go take the you GED test and get going. Because if you knew that you can have a business from young and you establish a business and you know what you're doing, then shit, you ain't going to be in school too much longer. You're going to be like, man, I'm going I'm to get to this money. I ain't you got no reason to go to college. college game. You're killing college at that point. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? But that's why you started to see a less member. Um, when we was coming up, it was like, you know, we had all those technical schools and we had all the um the vocationals. The vocational shits. And we had, you know, you remember Cash, they would have what they used to call that shit. They go to school one week, they call it co-op. Remember that or shit? The co-op, yeah, yeah, yeah. You go to work one week and you go to school one week. And motherfuckers was in them programs doing shit. Getting money. Getting money. Motherfuckers was in like eleven, you had to you had to be in like eleventh or twelfth grade. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You would go to school, get money, won't work. A couple. It was like three days school, two days work, or one week of work. Mm -hmm. And like in your senior years, when you would be shit like that, one week of work, one week of school, and shit like that. You know what I mean? But right. you don't see none of that shit no more. All that shit gone. All that shit gone. You know what I mean? Absolutely. They ain't you. They don't want none of that shit. Nah, we building these Amazon warehouses, motherfucker. We want you, we got job for you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Probably go clean up my warehouse and sell my shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Yo, I, I I see, I noticed before we even came on, before we came on, I gotta, you know, we be pumping other people's stuff. You know, that's what we do. But all right, Kay, I see you, baby. You know, but we got these, you got on that Emmett Till right there. You know what I mean? Like it don't like you got on the exclusive one. The one that's you know being shared on the website is a whole. That's a whole nother line. You know that's that's for the general public. But you got on this one. You know you got on the Emmett Till 1955. You know which was you know when he passed. You know we got other ones up here. Dred Scott, Clifford Glover. That's you know that was a young man that was shot in Jamaica Queens. Um, and, you know, 1973, that led to the riots out in Jamaica, Queens. The National Guard came out, you know, as part of the Awakening series. You know, mm -hmm. that's you know, black codes and status, you know, things of that nature. 
I mean, why do we have that on the website? People always ask, like, yo, why y'all sell that? And I'm like, it's historical. It's to teach you something. It's to make you go and look it up. Because once you look something up, it takes you, it takes your mind into another journey. Like, damn, well, how did they get here? And it forces you to go backwards. You know, you want to know, well, what is a black coat? You could find that out very easily, mm-hmm. you know, in an educated manner. You know, just there's no excuse not to know anymore. So I, I put that out there because, you know, they have a movie coming out based on the Emmett Till. And, I, you know, a part of me, I, I'm one, I want to see the movie, definitely. But I do want to see the spin on it. How they going to, how can you clean this up? Because the goal, the bottom line is, that young teenager, he died based on a lie that was told on him by a white lady and her family who said that she was being threatened, um, like some type of sexual assault. Or it was like disrespectful. He whistled at her. And back where, you know, that incident took place, that's in the South, they wasn't having that shit. Like they was coming and killing black folks for even looking at their women, for being around their women or if they thought that you liked their woman. And this was a young, this is a teenager. You know what I mean? Like, so it's just, he lost like 14, 15 years old. So I want to see how this movie is going to be portrayed. You hmm. know what I mean? It's a horror story to me, you know, to think about the fact of how this young man, how he died or why, not how, but how and why. And the fact that the lady who you know caused the whole shit you know she lived her life and you know nothing happened to her she's an old lady now in her 80s ain't shit happened to her you know i did see uh there was some protests in front of the house maybe like three months ago why are you fucking with the old lady now like yeah new oh, evidence they couldn't, they couldn't find that first you know yeah they took a minute to find her but when they did find it, it's like i mean they was trying to they was trying to. They, they still wanted them to bring her up on charges for false, uh, you know, false reporting. I mean, yeah. don't they? Doesn't everything other than murder have a statute of limitation? Like what you did led to murder. I get that. Like in some states, they have that that statute that even well, if you have a murder, you might have led what you did led to a murder. Well, you know, obviously like, that like that. it didn't really mean nothing because. They shot it down. They didn't, you know, it was like now. Yeah, like, like the ladies in her 80s at this point, like they wasn't gonna pursue They wasn't gonna pursue nothing. So I mean, you know, it's funny. It, it, it's funny, but it's not funny. Like you motherfuckers get to make movies and shit about our tragedies. And want us to soak it up to say, and, hey, and be appreciative know, of that shit. It, it, it comes back yeah. to your subconscious. And then, you know what I'm saying? If you, and then, you know, you, you know, everybody going, well, you know, it had this little, it had to have the Hollywood spin on it, uh, whatever, to make it be able to get to the movie theater. Then, you know, I, I mean, I'm thinking I'm over that type shit. So I don't really even watch those type movies anymore. Like, right. I don't even really, I don't watch that shit. Cause I watch, you know, that's what you read. That's what you read for. You know what I'm saying? I know the true story. I got the version. I read it. And that's, you know, I don't need, I don't really need the movie 
to see what that to to see that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I you know the story, and then I read the you know I read the whatever so books, seen documentary shit like that on the on the whole story. So you know, what I mean, it's like I don't even really want to. I don't waste my time watching that type shit. You know, right, right. I'm just you know, I'm just looking. I see that they got uh right now. It's like it's rated seven and a half out of ten. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. you know, I, I don't need. I don't. You I don't. I don't need. They gonna give you Emmett Till, then Disney gonna come back and give you uh, fucking Wakanda, and y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> they gonna have y'all motherfuckers out there buying all their shit as usual. <laughs> right, with the Wakanda, you know. Yeah, that's that's the. That's what I'm trying to tell you, son. They gonna sell you your. They gonna sell you your own tragedy. They gonna make their money off it. They gonna have some black people in it. Black people gonna show up, go see it. Oh, they gonna then you're gonna have all these debates on why the story wasn't good and it was good. It got to this point, and oh, it's not good because they didn't tell you this. I mean, fuck did you all. see that other movie? Did you see the um what was it? Uh Woman King? Is that what it was called? Yeah, that's what it's called with yeah. Viola Davis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Viola. Now I, I heard that that was an excellent movie, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And you know, I'm pretty sure it was like because you had some dope actresses in there, you know, dope mm-hmm. actors. Okay, but the flip side for me was like, okay, so we told that story, which was like um basically a you know, women's empowerment, and you know, these women they held it down, and you know, but the other side that you can't sweep under the rug is that they contributed to the slave trade, you know, and they were killing folks on behalf of rulers to take over other lands or to keep people from, uh, what's it called, poaching on your territory to take your slaves and, you know, sell them off or whatever. So So y'all were like defending the white supremacy arm almost like that's they don't show you that in the movie they just see you know you got these powerful women that they're defending their stuff yeah, yeah. in reality it's a, a little deeper than that i mean they're gonna tell you it's just a movie it's just a movie but it was historical it wasn't yeah, really just a movie. they're gonna tell you that's what i'm saying it's historical and it's missing shit right <laughs> right it's, it's historical but it's missing shit right i don't know so 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 now Black people was like, yo, it's an excellent movie. It's, it's missing shit, though. It's missing shit. It's missing, the, it's missing true points to the movie or to the story. Because mm-hmm. people going, you know, not everybody's going to see this movie and be like, let, let me go find out more about them or whatever whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to just look at the movie and take it as that this is facts. And that's not right. so. You know what I'm saying? That's not, that, that's not so. So... And but people won't be mad about this because Viola Davis is in it and she may win an award, so they're gonna be happy. Like, oh, she's gonna be nominated for showing doing her thing in the in the movie. But again, they're giving they misleading you with information, but you ain't mad. You still gonna go see it, and you still gonna tell everybody it was a great movie. Right. I feel contributing that she said. I, you know, and you know, I I talked to uh, you know, a lot of sisters, like they was the ones that was pumping it. It's such a um 
it's a crazy dynamic, man, because, you know, we got to hold it down, you know, for black women, you know, to be that strength and support. And you want them empowered at the same time, like what they're giving you to empower is missing things. But so we know that it's missing things. They know that it's missing things, but it does show them in an area of strength, which is not a bad thing. You know, I, I understand that part. They're showing you in a position of strength, but then the reason that you're exerting this strength was not for your own benefit. It was to prove yourself to somebody else that you can hold it down and, you know, keep people from taking their slaves. You know, you were the military arm of that process. Hmm. And that's tough, man. You know, that's tough coming from, you know, the era that we grew up in where, you know, a lot of black men was taken out of the homes to systemically, you know, for that same purpose, you know, and then the families got chopped up. Like that, it's the same shit. It's just viewed differently. Like my mother always told me, you know, like she, she used to push this book on me when I was young and I didn't get it. You know, when I was eight, nine, 10, I was like, I didn't get it until I was like 12, 13. Slavery by another name. And I finally read the shit and I was like, okay, slavery by another name. And I, and it stuck with me. And I, I started saying like, as I got older, twenties, cause we spoke about that earlier, thirties, forties. And I said, yo, the same shit is going on. It's just dressed up different. Mm -hmm. You know, they coming at us different. You know, we got the internet, we got these gadgets, you know, we got all this information that you could pull up at the at split second, but then you got to sift through it. Is it factual? What's missing? If you're not a history person, you don't know that, yo, it's missing some context. It's a great cinematic portrayal of what happened on the battlefield or what they had to endure and all of that stuff. But from a historical process, it's missing things. For, for us, you know, for from a legal standpoint, we know like, you know, there's certain things they just not gonna put in there for whatever reason. And then, but then I, it's not whatever reason, because now that, you know, I've been getting more back into reading things and, you know, you know, Dr. Clark and I know I posted some videos the other day, you know, Dr. Ben, like I'm getting back in that because you know what? They've been talking about this. They've been telling us about this. Yo, you got lied to. Your history is not this. You didn't start at slavery. And, you know, it was like 130,000 years had already take place before you even saw a European and stuff like that. Like that shit is mind boggling when you grew up reading the history books in our school districts where they purposefully dumbing you down so you don't know. And then when you get in college, you know, you think you real smart. By the time you get to college, you think you know some shit. And then you get in the classroom and somebody dropping jewels and you're like, yo, that's not what happened. The Iliad and the Odyssey, like, like, I got a D-plus in that class. I forgot what class it was. Western Civilization, whatever that shit was. That lit? Yeah, Western Lit. Yeah, that's what it was. The Western Lit that they make you take. Mm. And I was like, yo, the Iliad and the Odyssey is bullshit. <laughs> the teacher pulled me to the side after the class. Like, yo, how, well, why, why would you say that? You know what I'm saying? Because it's missing factual information. Like, yeah, I understand the trip. It's a story of their trip. But understand that they did not endure the most pain. If you want to think about 
who suffered are on these trips. Or if you want to go even deeper, who steered them boats? You know, it wasn't just, it wasn't black. It was a bunch of different races on them boats. But don't make it squarely on us, you know, that we were the most persecuted when in reality we participated in the process because we were the ones that were steering the ships, you know. But how can you, you have to flip it to make us look like the victim? Like, oh, y'all couldn't have started no shit like this. Like, we start everything, we create everything. And that's mm -hmm. where you, you, like, as Dr. Ben said, you can't have people thinking that you created everything yet you're enslaved for centuries they have to they have to teach you that you're inferior even though history has proven otherwise and and it's deep it's like and that's what they're doing the same playbook over and over and over and you sit back and you watch a movie and you go all right you know but it is missing something but yeah like you said you've been saying this for a while you keep telling me this shit. yo they went in a war all is forgiven <laughs> it gotta be more to it than that they don't let us in the oscars they don't give us awards that's all they care yo damn fam yo you win, it hurts me man if they win if your people if the violet davis win an award it was all worth it it was all worth it for them to give you the misinformation and you know what i mean so i mean i mean also you know there's a perspective it's just entertainment. If you're looking at it in that perspective, then that's fine. But you know, as somebody who read history, understand history, I ain't gonna. I'm not. I'm not at this stage in my life. I'm not willing to give that pass anymore. Like you know, what I mean, when they telling our stories, you know, because we don't tell their stories. You're not allowed to tell their story. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So you can't tell their story, but they can always tell your story. They always tell your story as long as they can get the right actor who who you who you think can play that part for them and make you come in and, and want to watch your story. Tell your pain and make money off your pain. All day. All day. Like, motherfuckers make money off our pain all day, our suffering all day. Motherfuckers ain't mad about that, though. Mm. <laughs> right, right, right. Motherfuckers ain't mad about that. Motherfuckers ain't mad about that, but they gonna tell you they, they mad about a whole other shit. They ain't mad about that shit because they keeping you entertained. So they, I got you entertained. I soften you up. See, we like you. You know, we want to show you how we was there. We try to help you. We had people out there who try to help you. <laughs> you know, that's how there's always there's always there's always one motherfucker who's always trying to help you. You know what I'm saying? No matter what the movie is, it's always it's always one white person who's trying to help you. Whether it's true or not, that's what they, they you know they gonna they gonna pump it. That that that's what they putting in your in your subconscious mind, like the the savior. You know, he was there. Yeah, yeah. We even in the even the Wakanda movie, like the 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 dude the. Uh, they had a, a white savior in that. Because when I sat back and I watched the, you know, watched the movie and I'm going, yo, I'm a Marvel guy, so I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, uh, I'm I used to read that comic. But but when I looked at how they portrayed everything, I'm going, yo, man, you can't be serious, man. And I get it. See, but I, I don't want to get it. I, don't, I, I can't do it no more, fam. I see, can't I was it. like, uh, 
See, I, I seen. I, I never even seen the whole Black Panther movie. Okay. Every time I went, every time I try to watch that shit, I fall asleep. <laughs> it, it it drags out in, in portions, but I, I mean, I, I got barely, it. I barely get to the middle of the movie every time I fall asleep. So okay, so I'm gonna tell you this part. It's like uh, there was a scene where he got to speak to his father in the afterlife, you know, because he was in the sleep. He was in the, like a deep sleep, and so you know. You can go there, you know, but in order to understand that, people will have to understand the metaphysical that, yo, it wasn't a dream. Like, he actually crossed over on the other side and spoke and then came back because he was in that deep of a sleep because they gave him this purple, um, they gave him this purple drink. You know, it's basically put you in a deep level of sleep where you like near death. So he crossed over and spoke to his father and his father gave him the, the, you know, the pep talk and talked to him and he came back empowered and had some strength and, you know, to hold it down, you know, for his people, you know, type of thing. That's that was the moral of that story. You know what I mean? In terms of that, like it has some spiritual things in there. They always going to give you that. They always going to give you bits and pieces. But that shit flew over people's heads. That that scene, but you would have liked that scene because you would have understood like, oh, okay, I see where they're going. Or at the end where his, you know, his brother, you know, like Killmonger or whatever, like, dude was like, yo, I'd rather die this way, you know, I'm 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 gonna drown in the water. I'm not gonna be handcuffed. Like I'm a fight, and y'all gonna have to drown me. You're gonna have to kill me because y'all can't enslave me. That type of thing. So it was, you know. People like that character because that's how they want to be, but they're not ready for that type of war because that's a spiritual war. That's a mental war. And, and there's a lot of comfortable people that are comfortable in where they are. They they not they don't want to have that fight. COVID should have showed people that, you know, they shut the world down. Like, yo, we trying to control everybody. Everybody didn't listen. I mean, <laughs> but they tried. And you know they they pushed their stuff out there. They they pushed the narrative and they got people to believe it. And, and most many didn't. And then what you see, you know, Dr. Fauci went away quietly, you know, as he should, you know, and these things. So because when the truth comes out and you start seeing tape or you know old old recordings, you said this in 2019, you said this in 2020, and then you then in 2022 you retract what you said from three years ago, but the goal is done. You got people to muzzle up, you know, when in reality, all people really had to do was just practice more hygiene. <laughs> I mean, that's it. Clean your motherfucking hands. Stop sneezing in people's faces. Shit like that. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, don't eat off the ground. Because, <laughs> you know, like, it, it, I mean, I'm just saying, like, you know, like just be more hygienic in how you move, like doorknobs and shit and grabbing on train poles. I've been against that. I wear gloves on the train all day or, you know, the fist bump been around, man. Like certain cats like, yeah, he cool. But, you know, uh, you know, I don't know where your hands been. I don't even do that. Hey, right. You can't even do that no more. <laughs> you you got a head nod, cats like, yeah, yeah, fam. <laughs> I mean, unless you go way, way back, be like, fuck it, yo, what up, my G? <laughs> you know what I mean? But even that still, there's so much paranoia out here that you just don't know where it's going. 
but these movies, this this entertainment that you spoke of, it's like you can't let it take you off your off your square though. Like yeah, yeah, yeah you know. just can't, you know. And I mean, as we build, you know, I know we always throw out these references, you know, the mathematics and you know, the, the mathematics of today is uh wisdom build and destroy. So that's what it is. Like you provide wisdom, but you gotta build up people. And you gotta destroy narratives, you know. Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta bring the truth out. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it took me a while to see that that was what it was gonna be. Like, what was the point of going to school and learning all these different things if you couldn't pass it down to the next generation to so they could see what it is? And I'll be honest with you, you know, like the people that fuel this this show, that push this show, is not you know people in our age group per se you know what i'm saying like it's like the mid-20s like that's the people who be like yo when y'all coming back what's good you y'all, y'all need to come back and i'm like yo we are you know just when they get to our age they'll see like yo it's multitasking like a motherfucker mm-hmm. it ain't just do one thing like because i'm honestly you know we're at the stage now that and we took a while to learn this but we setting it up for our grandchildren's children. You know what I mean? Like as crazy as that sound, like for the age that we are, that's where we have to be mentally. Because it ain't about like our kids is good. Like we we're here. Like we're showing them. We're living proof. We're gonna take care of you. But then we got to make sure your kids' kids is good too. So that's where the whole you know life insurance and the trust and all these things come into play. You know. How do you set one up and why do you set one up? You don't need to be rich to make sure that you pass down things into your family. Like it's a whole structure, but you know, it takes more than um, one person can't do everything. I tried it, man, for a while and I got tired, man. You get fucking burnt out. And then once everything is in place, I kind of like chilled like, all right, I did it. Now I got to recharge in order to show my children you know how to move how to think you know and they're young too so my level of um teaching is like i gotta teach at multiple levels like just like you as your kids go to the next level they're not kids anymore like they're adults Mm -hmm. so now i gotta teach you as an adult all right yeah i'm your og father (laughs) and i need to show you how you need to move out here like i know it's good you living good everything is great you got supportive parents. You get, you know, you, you know, what's it? You, you live in your life like it's golden. And it should be. But mm-hmm. understand that in order for it to stay that way, you need to know this. And it's just one jewel every now and then. Because yeah. you can't bombard them. Because at 24, did you want to be bombarded with shit? No. No. I mean, that's why. I, I, I mean, that's what, you know, that's what, uh, that's what becomes interesting as a parent. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because when your kids start getting older and, you know, the jewels is different, you know, it's, it's way more different. And because um, the level, it's a different level of understanding for them now. So, wow. yeah, you know, so it's like now you like you like when you was a little as a little kid, you don't really remember, but you vividly, you know, you remember your 20s. Because you you was just it feel like you was just there because you would be what you know what I mean like it was you know whatever it was I did I went through those twenty years 
them 30 years. I went through them periods, them, them, them periods. So I understood the teenage period. I understand mm-hmm. all that shit because I personally did it myself too. And I was doing it at, at a totally before it was all this technology and shit. Word. You know what I mean? So it was like totally different. Like, no, we really was outside. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We, we really was outside, standing mm-hmm. online, getting applications, meaning paperwork. Like, to even think about registering a business, you had to wait weeks yeah, so, to you get know, paperwork and shit. <laughs> so crazy. it was like you had to call, you had to call them, you up had to call to send you the paperwork to do your LLC and all that type shit. Word. And, you know what I mean? But it, it was it's all different. So now, as you adapt and you showing them how they can speed it up because you didn't, you couldn't speed it up like that. But now. You showing them the shit, what they need to do and how they need to build their shit and to get, you know what I mean, how they can keep this bread, how they keep their bread, how they what they need to be doing. The things that you didn't know are the things you showing them so that they can be better prepared. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? It, it, it's, a, it's a process, especially as a parent. It's never easy. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, it's definitely, it's never easy because you know kids, they got a mind of their own. They're going to do their thing, you know? It's just you're trying to make sure that they're doing it right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You, you know, like, uh, you're just making sure you're doing it right. Don't do no, don't be doing no dummy shit. Like, you know what I mean? Stay mm-hmm. focused on the goal at hand that you made for yourself and finish that shit up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, shit, and that's, that's what it is. I mean... So. There it is. I mean, you, you know what? You got to got to end it there because yeah. that's that was the jewel of the year right there. We've been doing this for a while. I keep saying that to people. We've been doing this for a while. But before it was even podcasting, we've been on the build. You know what I mean? So twogrumpymen.com, you know, come there to the website. Look around. Ask questions. Send your, you know, just go with your friends. Just go on the website, look at these books. Be like, oh, the damn, they got this on there. I can't find that. Yeah, it'd be a lot of stuff that you can't find. Yeah, come through. That's man. the point. Like, you want to find these jewels so you could be enlightened 10 years from now, 15 years from now. Yeah, you 25, but when you 45, you're going to look back and be like, damn, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what's up? I wonder what's up with them cats. There'll be another set of people on two grumpy men, but you know, as long as you know where the template came from, you know, right. that's that's what it is. As I said before, you know, many of us we start underground, and you know what? It's okay. I don't mind being underground, you know. We're gonna get the bread no matter what. <laughs> no matter what. Because when you go above ground, the spotlight is there. Everybody see you. Now you you're never above criticism. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get that anyway. But now the spotlight is on you to be criticized. And who you end up coming back, you got to holler at your people underground. All right, we're going to get you through this. This is how you do it. Boom, boom, boom. There ain't nothing to talk about. I wish all of them well that took the next level up to go, all right, I'm going mainstream. All right, we'll be here. Because we know what that process looks like. Because mm-hmm. we have dealt with them already. You don't want on the paper level, like because remember, we analog and we digital. 
We had an analog childhood. We we live in digital. We was the digital people. We we was the first to do it. So we know what it is. Yes, careful with paper pictures. Don't you know if if you can't write and articulate your ideas and thoughts on paper, you don't want to mess with the paper gangsters at all because they out there. Some of them that's they they was raised. That's what they do. That's what they, they do. They know you ain't gonna never see them. You ain't gonna roll up on them. You know, it, it, so they say what they say, they put stuff in writing. And then if they if, if you're linked to them in the business wise and they sign you to some bullshit contract, the only way you can really get out of it is if you felt like you was under duress. And you need a damn good lawyer, even with that. Lawyers cost money. They cost money. money. Needs to be made. What's your boy Tupac say? Can't go to war. Can't go to war if your money ain't right. <laughs> he was right. Can't go to he war. Right. He ain't right, baby. I think you know what it is. Now that I think about it, Tupac and Kanye are similar, but Tupac was smart, and Kanye's smart too. But but he his methods are wrong. He went in a different. He was trying to do the same thing, but he couldn't accomplish it. But I understood the play. You know, I, you know, but hey, I can't, I can't, you can't help everybody. I don't, I don't, I don't have Russell Simmons calling me, you know, telling me to come and come out to Bali and, you know, have a conversation. Like, you know, but that's a whole nother story. We were talking about that before the show started. Yeah. <laughs> but two grubby men, we in the building. We're going to be back next week. Yo, thanks for tuning in. We, uh, we out, we on IG. Follow us at the real two grumpy men. Yo, we out of here. Peace.